KT Sui, University of Western Ontario, Human Potential Success Coach, and you're listening at the 55. Hello and welcome to At the 55, your home for OUA football. No Dakota with me today, but I am kicking off a series of interviews that will be leading us into the 2021 OUA season. This is in support of the Ontario Football Alliance's project, The Greatness Academy. And whether it's on this episode or the uh, subsequent episode, you'll hear me speaking with Aaron Giesler, the executive director of the OFA. He can talk about that a little more in specific, but the bare bones of it, the Greatness Academy, is the OFA looking to identify members of the community who embody their three pillars, which are excellence, growth, and community. And joining me today, I figured there was no one better to talk about the idea of greatness than the man who wrote a whole darn book about greatness, JT Sui. JT, how are you doing today, my friend? Thanks, uh, Zach. I really appreciate you inviting me to come on today. Thanks, brother. Well, it's a pleasure. And of course, you know, this was sort of your brainchild reaching out to us at the 55 and sort of piecing this together. You know, there's so much I want to get into um, with you. Obviously, you have a very interesting story, your background in football as a player, as a coach in the, the London football scene, and then transitioning into this new stage of your life. Um, but from the jump, it, it needs to you know be stated that that this connection you have with the OFA isn't just this sort of serendipitous greatness academy. You work in greatness, but that also proceeds from your book are going to the OFA, which is just so incredible. Um, so I, I thank you for that because you know what everything we do is all about trying to build this this game of football here. But let's get a bit of the background story because it is a very interesting journey. You you didn't just roll out of bed as a kid thinking I want to be a a motivational coach or however you frame it, right? This mm-hmm. is a, a long journey that got you there. So let's mm-hmm. let's let's get on that journey. I'll pass the floor to you. Yeah, no, and, and and that's a great question, Zach. You know, for me, sport really became an opportunity for me to really build some foundational life skills. Anyone that has played at a at a sport or played at a high level knows there's so many fundamental life lessons that are embedded in sport. We don't even realize sometimes these, the the lessons we're learning things about, you know, the power of persistence, the power of teamwork, you know, the, the power of just setting goals. And within that, it, it sort of just continued, led me to more growth And as we grow, we just really start to better understand how to play the game of life. And and for me, that's really what it's been about. And through this process, I really just want to continue to give back. I feel a deep responsibility to to share the ideas, the lessons that have framed my life and, and really help people you know, become the best versions of themselves, as cliche as that is sometimes. Well, I mean, I I think it's a cliche for a, a good reason. I think there's a lot of power in that and, and being mm-hmm. able to bring that greatness out of people is, is an incredible, incredible goal. Um, and so you mentioned, obviously, that sport has this natural way of, of kind of bringing out this greatness or teaching us these lessons. So for 
in this book, You Are Greatness. Was this more than for perhaps to share those lessons perhaps with people who, who didn't get that experience or might not mm-hmm. have learned that in, in sport? Or is it sort of, is it to sort of share that with the outside world, in a, you know, outside world, the non-sport world? Was that kind of the goal in that then? Yeah. And going back, you know, I think it comes back to this idea of one thing I often share and one thing I share with my clients is your pain can become your purpose. And and I'll dissect that a little bit more. My pain growing up was that I didn't always feel seen and heard, right? And it's just being objective. It's not going back there, but, but that was the truth. I, I, you know, and I think that many of us understand there are times in everyone's life where you don't necessarily feel seen and heard. But what I started to realize, and, and as I accepted that actually as a gift, that really I could help others become aware that they could turn their pain into their purpose. So, so really it became this purpose in my life to really help others to find the greatness in their, in their life, to really learn how to, how to understand the fundamental truth that everyone has greatness inside of them. And really, it's about learning how to bring that greatness to the surface. So, so really, it's been this lifelong process of, of really understanding that, that truth. And that was the whole premise of the book. You are greatness. And whether it's being great at the game of football, like we're talking about, whether it's being a great you know, son or daughter, whether it's being a great husband or wife, whether it's just being great at school, be, you know, whatever that is, being great in any area of your life is, is what we all strive to be. So, so that's really what it became about. That's, I mean, that's awesome. Um, so, so let's talk about that process then a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause obviously with this being sort of a football based podcast, we kind of have a, a clear, a, well, not clear, but we have a sense of what that process of becoming great in football, you know, you, you, there's a not necessarily a clear path, but we can outline the path. That, oh, you play this position. Well, then you need to focus on these things, whether it's in the on the chalkboard, getting the playbook, getting the gym, these types of exercises, watch all those kind of things we can highlight. But perhaps it's a little more ambiguous in the world outside of sport because not everything I mean, one of the things I love about sports is that is the structure of it that it's 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 very easy or maybe not easy but we can sort of track our progress we can see the results coming and it's such a great feeling that's one of the reasons I love sports and athletics but in so many other domains in life it's a little harder to catalog those things to keep track of it so I'm, I'm curious and obviously not to give away too much of the book and just the work you do but what sort of do you when you talk to your clients or just anyone you 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 come into uh you encounter with who might be in a like you said whether it's being a a great son a great daughter things where those there aren't necessarily demarcation points that we can look to how does that work in in those type of areas yeah no and, and that's a great question right and and that is the beauty of sport right it's finite you know whether we're playing 48 minute you know you know 12 minute quarters 15 minute quarters Sport really is a finite, right? There's a, there's a kickoff and then the final whistle where part of how I really found this work was during my last few years of coaching high school football. And the way my mind works is, okay, this is greatness. 
how do you break things down, like you said, into more manageable and bite-sized pieces? So one of the ideas that we came around was win the next play. So, so for me, greatness is all about going all in and winning the next play because it can feel overwhelming sometimes. Like even if you think from a football perspective, if we think, oh my gosh, I, I got to win, you know, I got to play great for these 80 plays in a game. That can feel overwhelming. But when you really then break it down to, okay, those 80 plays, no, it's about winning the fourth quarter. Okay, let's break that down more. Let, no, it's about winning the third quarter, right? It's winning to halftime, winning there. But really when you focus and really train and, and condition your mind to focus on winning the next play, that becomes so powerful because it just, it, it gets you laser focused. It gets you clear on these are the thoughts and actions that I need to take on this play. And, and when you really go there, it just makes things, it just empowers you because it's just, it feels less daunting and, and, and it just becomes, I don't know, it just, it just unlocks your greatness. Absolutely. And once again, football and sport is, is a very great metaphor for all those things. Cause when mm -hmm. you say next play, well, in football, you know, <laughs> the whole game is just one play after the other, after the other. I guess my curiosity still is, is just how do you then approach someone who, you know, they say they just, they work in an office, they, they have a partner, they got, you know, husband and wife, whatever, couple of kids. And that idea of unlocking that greatness in a context where it's less, like I said, we don't have an actual structure of next play into sort of the game of life, more broadly speaking. What types of, whether it's metaphor or in the language you use to try and get those points across because it, I think perhaps those things can be not lost, but it's for people in sports, it's much more digestible. It's like, oh, I can sort of, oh, I understand what that means in this realm of my life and I can then transfer into that. But perhaps someone who doesn't have that background yeah. of sport, what's some of the language or 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 just tips that you use to try and impart those lessons if they don't have that sort of context either from their own experience or just in the surrounding in their life already well and that's a great question zach and 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 one thing i've come to realize is we've all been led to believe this idea that i have to see it to believe it right mm -hmm. so for example in a sport context it's it, it feeds into that idea because we can see a scoreboard that tells us, okay, and that measurement is telling us, okay, am I winning? Am I losing? And, and going from there, where this idea really is about turning the focus internally, right? Mm -hmm. so, so one of the ways we broke that down, and, and I'll give you a sport perspective, is this idea of go plus one, right? So give you're on to win the next play. It's about going plus one. It's about going a little bit beyond, right? And giving your best effort, your best attitude on that one play. And again, these ideas seem there, but it's really training that mind that when you're willing to invest and go a little bit further than you necessarily want to go, right? Like think about if a coach says, run to the goal line. Right. That like we just, you know, you run through the goal. Line. Yeah, you run through the goal. And, and <laughs> yeah. again, you play it, right. But what if you consistently ran a yard past the goal line? And, and I would and I would really challenge 
our, our coaches and our athletes to do that. Because think about taking that extra step. Let's say there are, you run a hundred plays at practice. That's an extra hundred yards of conditioning. That conditioning is going to kick in in the fourth quarter, right? So, so I think it's just these principles. Now I use a lot of sports analogies just because that's who I, that's who I work with, right? I work with athletes. I work with coaches and that's my background, but I think that universal idea of just, just do a little bit more than you want consistently develop that habit. Right. And, and great things always happen. Totally. Uh, you know, I, I, I love listening to you, to, you know, whether it's in, in the huddle and just yeah. the interviews you do, I mean, whether or not you <laughs> still work as a coach, which I know you, you hung up the, the whistle, um, but you, you exude just, you know, absolute coach vibes. And I love, I love the idea of just <laughs> someone who's coached as long as you have just sort of being out in the world and whether it's working with athletes or people in the sports community, just yeah. unleashing that energy into kind of what we were talking about people who might not have that background and because as we all know, or people, or I assume most people listening to this, just that power um, of, uh, you know, trying to be able to go through next step, next uh, extra yard, these things that we learn in sports, it's translatable in all fields. So it's, mm-hmm. it's I, I love that you're just putting that energy out there for everyone, you know, trying to open this up. And that's partly what, um, and like I said, we'll speak with Aaron um, about the Greatness Academy either later on this episode or in another one. That's partly what his goal is with this greatness academy is just sort of a multiplicity of voices trying to highlight people that are are really supportive members of the community exemplify these pillars of them uh, of the OFA the the excellence the growth and and the community and so I'm, I'm curious now transitioning a bit into that how did you mm-hmm. end up you know connecting with Aaron this partnership you have mm-hmm. um, with the OFA where did that idea come from yeah no and, and that's a great question Zach so in this transition away you know, becoming, moving away from the safe and comfortable world of of being a high school teacher and coach has really forced me to really go to some uncomfortable places. You know, teaching and coaching was what I was great at. But I just felt called that there was something greater out there for me. I I couldn't pinpoint a time. I just felt like something was was, was calling me. And, And in that process, it really forced me to really get to know who I was. And, and I firmly believe that that is foundational to, to creating greatness in your life. It's really, really understanding, you know, who you are to know yourself. And from that process, it, it got me into this work and really starting to understand. And, and anyone that is listening to this, more than likely, a lot of the audience are, are, are athletes, right? We get, we, we thrive in the doing, right? Like we, we know how to get up and get after it. That's, that's what we do. Sometimes to a fault. <laughs> Sometimes to a fault, right? So, so, so having that ability to do is good. And then you combine that, you know, I think back to my university days where, where then someone started to teach me about how to connect the mind and the body, right? The, the intellectual side, right? The mind-body connection, which Again, athletes, if you take a look at, at high-level athletes, they understand that important of the mind-body connection, right? Visualization, imagery, you know, self-talk, all that stuff. But where this the work really took my life to the next level was when I started to understand that there was also a third element, right? It's spiritual. Now, not just from that very singular idea of religion, but really understanding that there is something greater out there. Now, 
we won't go into a whole lot of that right now. But once I started to learn how to connect spirit, my mind and body, I just felt more of my greatness coming out. And like you said, being athlete, you know, coming from that athlete mindset, coming from that being a coach, I feel like it's a deep responsibility for me to share these simple ideas with other people. So, so fast forward, it really came for an opportunity when I saw Aaron there, Aaron and I first met in 2013 at a coaching clinic. So I, I literally sent a message to him and just said, Hey, love to hop on a call and, and just, you know, get, get a sense of, you know, where you're going. So, so what I would get people to take from this here is one, right. Take some chances in life, right. Embrace risk, right. Put yourself out there and, and really by, by putting yourself out there, you never know where that's going to go. Right. So, so really that's how, you know, Aaron and I reconnected and through the process, it's really been about how do we collaborate how do we bring those core pillars of the OFA of, of excellence, growth and community and really work together to create this, to drive a culture change within the province. So that's really how, how it's all happened. Well, that's, you know, that's incredible. Cause you know, uh, I like to think we play a small part in, in the growth of the game of football here in the province. And uh, there's a number of great voices and people doing work. Uh, I'm not even going to start naming them because I'm sure I'll forget people in, in trying to do that. Uh, and the point you raised about the whole collaboration is that like at the end of the day, I think most of us are after very similar things, which is to help not just build the sport that uh, has given us so much. You know, it's easy to always talk about, you know, I, I'll talk to people that uh, I meet about number of injuries I have and they'll be like, oh, do you regret it? It's like, you know, there's certain things I might have done differently, but I, I don't regret any of it because as much as the game took away or however you want to frame it, it gave me so much more. So being able to not only grow the game because of what it's given us, but also allow for, you know, a number of voices to, to or just perhaps allow more people to, to reap those same benefits because, uh, yeah, like I said, I wouldn't trade in what I get gained from football. And, you know, the, the, the part of, of the soul, too, or the, the sorry, the, the that idea of mind, body, and the spirit, I think also, however one frames it, that idea of something that's sort of larger than you as the individual, whether that's in a sort of metaphysical thing or just an idea of a community or however that means, mm -hmm. there's something humbling about that, too, you know? Mm -hmm. um, I think there's a lot of power in, in self-empowerment and, and sort of having a healthy ego, but while still recognizing that whatever that... Thing that is greater whether it's community whether it's a religion whatever i think it's a humbling thing which i think is is part of that you know that is one of the ingredients part of that stew of greatness that you have to mm -hmm. have in there with all those other components as well is that is that kind of makes that yeah and, it, and it, you bring up the great point right and and spirituality right it, it can feel right if you would ask me years ago would i be doing this work i would have i i would have laughed and said no way right and and for me and just my experiences, I was, I was more of a fixed mindset in, in some areas of my life, truth be told. But I just thought as you were sharing, you know, this idea of something bigger, right? Like it's bigger than you, a, a purpose. Anyone that has played sport at a high level understands that, right? Because, hey, in a given play, there are going to be times in the game where you're going to want to 
not go, right? There's going to be that time in that August, you know, you're doing, you know, the repetitive 40s and you're training, you're running where you're like, oh, I don't want to do this. But when you start to understand that you're accountable for your position group, you are accountable to the team and it's serving a greater purpose. And if we're speaking on Carol to win a Yates Cup, right, to win, you know, um, a Vanier Cup, it, it pulls us. Right. And, and, and so, so I think that idea for anyone that's played at the level, that's a great analogy because we all know what it's like to be part of a bigger group, right. Working towards like a collective vision, a, a, a big goal. And that's a, and it's a powerful thing. Uh, and you're right. People. And I, I think at all times it all, people sometimes frame it as like, Oh, well team sports, individual sports as well. Cause you know, yeah. there's a team behind whether, even if you're the only performer, there is a team of people behind that individual helping them get there. So regardless, that's once again, sport is just such a great metaphor of just these lessons that we learn in life. Mm-hmm. Um, so JT Sui, you got in the huddle podcast, right? Mm-hmm. That's you do that on on your socials, right? Where can people check that out? Yeah, so a couple of different ones. So one, I do like to stream live into the Facebook community, right? It's just an opportunity because what the real intention was for for those that maybe aren't sure about the huddle, the huddle is where I sit down with successful people from the world of sport and coaching. And it's really an opportunity and providing a platform for people to share their their story and, and their journey to greatness. And, you know, whether you go back in time, story has been part of the human experience for generations, right? Like that's how we that's how we learned. And, and really the reason I like streaming them live is it really allows people to see that success always leaves clues. And one of the reasons is we, we like to think sometimes that it's just about what people do, right? Strategy. But it's really when you, when you watch people that are truly successful in the game of life, whether it's football, whether it's relationships, business, school, whatever it is, it's actually how they think. So, so it really comes back to this idea of, of, of helping people understand that success in the game of life is 95% mindset, 5% strategy. So it's really an opportunity for me to just, you know, share these ideas. You know, they can hear it not just from me, but other people, right? Other other high high performers. So they can check it out live in the Facebook group. It's always there. It's unscripted. It's just free flowing. Um, but then we also have the podcast because I realized that it's just another platform for me to reach people a greater audience right with these simple ideas they're not my ideas i've just been fortunate to you know uh become aware of them we'll say well and you know as you were talking about that i made me think of one of the interviews i i caught the one you did with coach schneider from queens and you know he made the just i'm sure i've heard this point made time and again but for some reason just something about the way he had said it clicked so much about that as you were kind of talking about how how success leaves clues and the idea of it's 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 perhaps more of a process than just the outcomes. It's easy to look at the outcome and be like, oh well, if I had that, I could do that. It's like, well, but are you going to put in the work all that? And 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 Coach Schneider saying something about, I think he was he's saying it's it's a conservative estimate to think that ninety five percent of football is all preparation. You know, so if you only are in, are in it for the Saturdays for the games, you aren't going to make it because yeah. that's that occupies it. And like I said, I'm sure I've heard versions of that before, but something the way he articulated that, I was like, 
oh man, that is true. It's a, it was a bit of a trip being like, wow, that, that yeah, football is just practice and studying and work and getting your ass whooped and go, being in the weight room, all that. And then you get to have some fun on game day a little bit. And then you're back in the and all that. Um, so definitely, uh, if you're listening to this, check out the pod. Check out the live streams if you can. Um, you are greatness. Where can folks get their hands on this? Yeah, no, and and I appreciate that the shout out. A uh, couple of things. So we actually do have the website uh, www.youaregreatnessbook.com is one. Uh, so that's where they can get it directly from there. You can purchase it there. Actually, you can even get a sample of the first chapter for any of your audience. Two, you can order it directly from Amazon. It ships worldwide right to your house. And then two, we are also in the process of getting it into all major major retailers. So in the next few weeks, it'll be into Chapters and Indigo, Barnes and Noble, all those ones. So yeah so. that's incredible I, yeah. I didn't know about that until you just said it. that's <laughs> awesome and and remember of course that uh proceeds from that book are going to the ofa and of course we're talking the ontario football lines and as we kind of said we're all here to, to grow this game to share these lessons of football of sport with with everybody whether they played sport football or otherwise or just how they can use those tools to empower themselves in whatever walk of life they're going. So mm-hmm. I'm always on board with anything that's going to help grow that game, grow the game that we love and, and help, help share those lessons. Uh, JT, thank you so much for joining me today, my friend. All the best to you, brother. Thank you. Thanks for having me on, Zach. I appreciate it.